Moving is pretty much the worst under the best of circumstances. The cleaning, the packing, the crushing realization that there's an entire closet of boxes you haven't opened since the last time you moved. So imagine being in the middle of all of that, and then the rest of the world goes to hell too. I have some clients who are trying to move here from Rhode Island and had prepared to make an offer on a house. Then the buyers of their home decided it was times were just too uncertain and they bailed out. So they're really trying to get here to be closer to her family. Uh, They have a small child and just can't do it. That's Carol Arnott Robbins. She and her husband Tucker lead the Robbins team, the second largest locally owned real estate company in Delaware. They have offices in Greenville, right next to the Bruaha. Tucker's been in business for 32 years, and you might imagine this would be the worst time in 32 years to be in the real estate business. You would be wrong. There's still plenty of business that's happening. Yes, the business is probably off 25% or so, but we're no, down nowhere near the levels that we were back in 2008, 2009. There's still a lot of homes that are selling. First time buyer market and everything, that's actually going gangbusters. We were talking to people the other day, doctors that are moving here that need to have a house by uh, August, and they're looking to buy a nice home. And that type of transaction is still going to happen no matter what's going on in the marketplace. But that marketplace has changed dramatically. Gone are the days when Tucker and Carol would load a couple of prospective home buyers into a car and visit 30, 40, 50 houses, wandering through people's private lives and passing judgment on the size of their closets. Welcome to the era of home shopping online, when you might not even step foot inside a house until the moment you're ready to make an offer. And the old days? Don't expect they're coming back anytime soon. I actually feel that come July, we probably will be back to normal, but it will be the new normal. The new normal will not be the same as the old normal. Like, for example, people might be reluctant to have children come through their houses. Right now, a lot of the showings, people are requesting adults only. That never used to be the case. And I think it's just a lot of little things like that that are going to become the new normal in real estate. And I don't expect that will change even that much in July of 2021. I think we're still going to be looking at the new normal. So just how different are things inside this new normal? If you're not busy this Saturday and would like to help a young couple move, (laughs) we have plenty of people that you can help. (laughs) Maybe not that different at all. Moving is still the worst. From Short Order Production House in Wilmington, Delaware, this is The Other Side, a podcast about how people are adapting and innovating and sometimes just surviving during this time of pandemic and isolation. I'm Matt Sullivan, and we'll be right back with more from Carol and Tucker after this word about the food bank. So last year, in 2019, the food bank distributed more than 8 million pounds of food to families in need. That's incredible. This year, in one month after the pandemic started, they gave away 2 million pounds of food. That's math that's simple enough even for me. Those heroes on the front lines are working at triple speed, but they can't do it without you. Learn more about how you can help fight food insecurity right here in Delaware on the Food Bank's website at fbd.org. You can give your time, your money, your voice, they all matter. That's fbd.org. You can be a hero to someone in need. Now back to the show. So, full disclosure, I'm recording this episode from my home office in Newark. I like to call it my home office because that sounds better than junk room that happens to have an Ikea desk in it, which might be a more accurate description of what's actually going on here. But 
It's our home, and it's one that Carol and Tucker helped my family get into three years ago, and it's been a great fit. The home is the biggest single investment that most people ever make, and making a bad one is just a disaster. You know, you can't turn around and sell a home quickly without taking a tremendous financial loss. So we've always tried to help people make the right decisions. And I don't think that that's going to change. Everything else, though, that's up for grabs. Just to get a sense, I asked Carol what a typical May morning would be like during a more typical year. It would be a very active market. We would be scheduling showings. We would be doing open houses, which are illegal. Yeah, she said illegal. Everything is weird right now. March, April, May, and June are the biggest sales months of the year. So typically there's a lot of properties on the market now. There's a lot of people out looking and lots of showings going on, multiple offers, a lot of competition at all levels. But that all came to a stop the day Governor Carney first declared a state of emergency on March 13th. I would say everyone was sort of in shock until probably the middle of the next week trying to figure out just what the repercussions and everything were for that. And in all honesty, we're still trying to figure it out. We're scheduling FaceTime virtual showings. We're doing virtual Sunday open houses. We're looking for kind of best practices and what will work the best. There's no way around it that buying a house has always been a weirdly intimate affair, starting with the very idea of the open house, where crowds of people you don't know and probably don't want to meet make your bathroom a stop on their Sunday afternoon travels. We've got sellers now who are understandably very reluctant. You know, want to make sure that it, it really is a qualified buyer who's going to come into the house, that they're serious about it. They're not just, you know, what we call looky-loos in this business where there were people who had nothing better to do and, and they would just come out to open houses on Sundays, not because they wanted to buy, but they would just that was their Sunday afternoon activity. And obviously, we're not doing that now. There are certain protocol that we all have to follow now in, certain, in, in terms of uh, we all, everybody who's going to go into the home needs to sign an affidavit or addendum saying they haven't been exposed, um, haven't traveled, you know, no symptoms, all that. Everybody's wearing masks and gloves and booties. Uh, sellers are frequently opening every closet door or cabinet or you know, things like that so that nobody has to touch anything to open and, and look further. An additional hurdle? During this current state of emergency, if you're from out of state, you can't even visit to look at houses. So Carol mentioned a couple coming down from uh, New England. They can't look. We have people in nearby Pennsylvania that would like to look at homes in Delaware, and they can't unless they do the quarantine for 14 days. So it's really cut down a lot on the transfer market. Not that the transfer market is really active right now, the company's transferring people, but it's very, very difficult for somebody to move to Delaware in the present situation. So that means that buyers and sellers are far more reliant on videos and photos than they ever have been before. There's only one problem with that, as anyone who's ever bought a house can tell you. Photos and videos are not the best way to get a sense of what a new home is like. There's a reason Tucker and Carol used to drive people around to dozens of homes, and it's not because they were being paid by the showing. So that virtual technology, that's going to have to get a lot better. We're anticipating having to spend money in several different areas that, uh, you know, it used to be all first showings happened on the Internet. Now I think all showings up until the last few are going to be on the Internet. So we have to have a, a means of doing better tours, better virtual tours, 
3D tours, all kinds of new technologies that uh, lend themselves to new cameras, new apps, new computers, all kinds of new things that we're looking to invest in. It's a different game. So what will make your listing stand out from the crowd in these post-COVID times? Look, I'm no expert, but maybe you want to consider getting the words home office into that listing. I mean, even now, as most people, when I'm showing homes, even if they weren't working from home before, they want a home office, and usually two, one for him, one for her. I think having a home office is going to be more important as more and more people, even in the new normal, they don't go back to working in an office setting. You know, you think about how many offices are set up really to collaborate where, you know, we got rid of all the walls, right? The walls and doors went away so that we could have this open concept and interact with uh, our colleagues. Well, I'm not sure people are going to want to do that in the near future. Another thing that's driving sales, historically low interest rates. But if that's a silver lining, it still comes with a whole lot of cloud. Some people are able to get interest rates in the twos, which is absolutely incredible. Now, I remember when I bought my first house and you know we were looking at 10% and soon after that went up as high as 18%. And the idea of being able to do things under 3% is just incredible. However, it's a challenge all the way around and, and real estate transactions have so many different people involved in it. If there's a problem in any one of the different sides of the transaction, whether it's the mortgage company, whether it's the home inspector, whether it's the people doing repairs from a home inspection, all needs to work together to be able to to bring it together. And for the most part, I think we've done a pretty good job, but there's still, you know, these tragedies that happen. Like the people who already had mortgage approvals and were headed towards settlement, only to see those approvals pulled when they were furloughed from work. Yeah, I can't imagine either. Like I said, the, you know, mortgage companies, some of them are absolutely fabulous. Some of them are a little more reluctant. It's difficult right now to, to be dealing with that, especially if you have a, a job that's maybe it's going to keep going, maybe it doesn't. You know, the ones I feel really sorry for are the small business owners that have perhaps invested in a business recently and have debts and everything, mortgages and, and building maintenance and they have no money coming yeah. in. You know, th- those are the ones I feel the sorriest for. And I don't have, don't have solutions yeah. either. If you're planning to buy or sell a house in the next year or so, this is what the new normal is going to look like for you. But you know, technology changes all the time. That's not that unusual. But that personal touch? Even on his own website, Tucker says it's difficult to convey the warmth of a smile or a handshake online. That's going to be harder to replace. Quite frankly, I'm I'm a very social person. I was out probably easily three nights during the week at different events, business events, networking events, hosts, events that I, I would host with a, a women's organization that I have. And, and, you know, the thought now of walking into a crowded room and, and hugging a, a friend or shaking somebody's hand, I, I just, I, I don't know when we're going to get back there, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Can you build that same relationship on Zoom? I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, you, you can create something else, but there's nothing that's going to replace that warm handshake or hug or that, that eye contact that you get from being in a personal space with somebody. It, it's just going to be different. 
If you're looking to buy or sell, you can find Tucker and Carol online at robinsrealestate.com. They also manage rentals for 230 single-family homes in Delaware through their other business, White Robins Property Management. We actually hired a new property manager, and she started on April 1st, and she's been just drinking from the fire hose. You know, so far, she has dealt with tenants having loud sex, tenants who just moved in in April and didn't realize that no smoking means no smoking pot. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. The Other Side is a project of Short Order Production House and hosted by me, Matt Sullivan. This episode was produced by Alexander Newman and sound mixed by Josh Johnson. Hit subscribe wherever you hit subscribe if you want to hear more voices from The Other Side. And if you have ideas for interviews, let us know. Send us an email at theothersideco at shortorder.co. And remember, that's .co, not .com. And another reminder, the website for the Food Bank of Delaware is fbd.org. Check them out. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the other side.